Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my blog, where it is both my mission and my pleasure to highlight my creative journey in hopes of inspiring you, giving you specific takeaway. All that way, your journey can be at least a little bit easier. Now, before I fully dive into things, I would love to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that we get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me as I hope it does to you. So, you know, it's it's been a few weeks since uh, I caught up with you in terms of all the specifics of what I've been up to. And that's partly by design and partly by sort of just circumstance, right? So if you remember and have been kind of, uh, you know, tuned in overall, then you'll know that at the start of the year, I got COVID and that really pushed back a lot of stuff and left me somewhat scrambling, you know, um, I'm caught up overall, but but it did kind of create this cascading effect. But also, you may remember that I made it a point to focus really on long-term projects and getting those off the ground or to completion this year. It doesn't mean this is going to buy the wayside, but the frequency of which I've been doing these is lessened than in years past. So, um, you know, just wanted to kind of reiterate that as far as why you might not be seeing as many episodes come out. But speaking of the, the longer term projects, you know, the, the the big one for me this year is this uh, feature film, my third feature film that I've been really working on. And last year, when we look at it, it was really about honing the story and, you know, making sure that work, getting uh, a script done, getting revisions of the script done. And you know, I was able to accomplish that. Now, that doesn't mean the script itself is finalized. There's still work to be done on it, but it's in a very good place, you know, where it needs to be at the moment, right? Not overall, but at the moment, yes, it's it, we're, we're good. And, you know, as part of that, that allows us to move forward in various aspects. So we've been, um, you know, we've done character designs, for it. Now we can work on revisions for those character designs based on how the script started taking shape. And as we look at the characters, we can be more specific with, you know, their their looks, their mannerisms, their clothing, and things of that nature, which then also in turn helps inform the script back, right? So there's this, I mean, it's a, it's a sci-fi fantasy, right? And so there's all, all these kind of elements. And we even um, focusing on this sort of very primary character and, you know, that person's look. And also, you know, through this process, we've, we've been talking about the various designs for the environments, right? So the various cities, landscapes, and things of that nature. And that also helps inform the story. So it's been a good sort of balancing act where now I can take all this knowledge and because I'm literally able to envision it, like literally we're starting to see the world come to life, I can then better illustrate the story through the script. Um, so it becomes a very symbiotic process in that way. And whereas, you know, last year with the script itself, it was mostly me, but certainly I had various people helping me out. So for example, John Comerford, Sarah Stratton, and Emily Krempholtz, um, you know, those three really 
were instrumental in helping me develop the story. But now, you know, as we're sort of in this phase of it, I also have other people to be able to lean on, right? And so we have a production designer on board, um, you know, a storyboard artist. Uh, the animation team is now more involved in the creative process. I've been talking with a DP. Yeah, you guys may remember AJ Young. Um, I interviewed him as well, so you can check out that interview. Very smart guy who I've gotten to know over the past few months more and more. So we've been talking about stuff. So it's allowed us to really move forward and, you know, coming up with storyboards and, you know, just all kinds of things for various key sequences. And, and the main crux of what we're trying to build at the moment is, yes, we're trying to develop the story, but the, the main driving force, if you will, is creating this like two minute teaser call it a proof of concept, call it a sizzle. Um, you know, we're borrowing. The, the, it's not like the script itself will change inevitably. And that's kind of the funny part is it'll like once the teaser itself is done, it'll be very interesting to see how different it ends up being from the scenes that it's pulling from in the script itself. But at, at its core, the, the teaser has the fundamental element and the fundamental spirit of what the script is and has been, right? So even through all the changes that the script's gone through, these things have remained consistently, at least in tone and, uh, you know, emotion and, and things of that nature. So we've really captured that in the teaser itself, even if the specific, let's say, location or perhaps, you know, more, more than likely dialogue, stuff like that changes, you know, from when it ends up being the teaser versus the actual script itself, um, that's okay, right? We're just capturing that essence and trying to showcase this is what it would be. Um, normally, obviously, when you're working on trailer, you're literally pulling clips from the, the completed movie itself. Um, we don't have that luxury because the movie's not completed, but we're trying to best illustrate it. And so that's the main thing that we're going through. And it, it's almost like a practice run for us in many ways to, you know, storyboard out the shots and go through the process, you know, in that sense from start to finish of like, okay, you know, here's here's the, the script for the teaser. Let's think about how it's going to look and blah, blah, blah. And we'll get there, right? And as of now, it's about 34 scenes um, and ends up being, I don't know, maybe like 50 to 60 shots, give or take. Um, and yeah, so that's quite a quite a big number already. Um, but it allows us to, like I said, to really learn the process in a slightly less pressure-filled environment. And so it's been really exciting to have at least one creative meeting a week where everyone touches base, see what everyone's been up to, you know, and, and reviewing it and be like, okay, let's, let's adjust this. This looks great, blah, blah, blah. Right. And we can, it's, it's a very additive process in that way. And that's a fun portion of it that, that I really, really enjoy. So yeah, that, that's kind of where we're at. We're looking to film the live action reference by the end of March, if not early April. We'll see how timing-wise it all ends up being. 
But I, I say live action reference because what essentially we want to do is have actors come into just a random space, no hair, no makeup, no lighting, no costumes, and just shoot it as if it was live action uh, for the framing, right? And the performances. Kind of like similar to what Avatar did. And also, you know, I was watching, um, I got the Blu-ray of uh, Spider-Man into the, uh, Across the Spider-Verse. And it's funny how a lot of the animators themselves to create that movie, they were doing essentially the same thing, except without the actors, they were filming themselves um, for the portions of their film that they needed to create. So it's not so random a technique. It's like, it would need to be part of the process anyway. So why not just have the actors themselves perform it? So you get their performances, you record their dialogue um, in that scene, and it just ends up being much more organic and uh, hopefully realistic in, in terms of you know the emotion and, and, and weight of everything, right? You're getting the footsteps, their, their entire facial expressions, um, body language, all that good stuff, right? So that's the idea. And, you know, after that, head into the couple of months of actually getting it animated. And the process for that is you start with what's called key uh, keyframes. And this is a term that's used in video editing especially. But, you know, as the name implies, it's, the, it's, it's like the key image of any shot. Um, and so you want to get that so... If we film everything shot by shot, they'll pick a, a particular moment to utilize and bring to life, you know, the characters, the backgrounds, and so forth, and say, here's what it'll look like. So that'll go through a little bit of a process, you know, revisions and so forth. And then once that's locked in, then you can move on the in-between frames, because in film, uh, generally you have 24 frames per second, right? So out of, you know, a shot can be three seconds, four seconds. I mean, in, in a teaser usually on the shorter side, right? Sometimes you can have like one shot be a second, sometimes less. You know, generally you're not going over four or five seconds tops. And those are like the really, really long ones. Um, you know, generally, right? So, but nonetheless, um, it all has to be drawn out. And so, you know, the keyframe, let's say it's a two second shot, you know, represents one frame of those two seconds aka 48 frames. So now you've got 47 frames left to draw to make that entire shot. And you do that for all the shots. And then you do coloring and shading and, you know, all that good stuff. So um, it's quite the process. Um, and I know it theoretically, and I've done it on a very small scale. But it's good for me to do nonetheless, because, you know, doing a two minute teaser will be the longest amount of animation that I've done so far um, in, in, the, in the 2D pure space. And for the rest of the team, you know, I have, like the animation team themselves, they're fantastic, right? And then everyone else on board, they're very good at what they do, but this is their first foray into animation. And just like pretty much me, I mean, I'm, I'm very new, right? Uh, and so it's good to go through that process and get our feet wet in that way before we have to now do like a two hour version of that, right? So it's, it's, it's been really exciting in that way to, you know, bring it all together. And um, as I said, every little thing elevates it. And the, the toughest part of all of it, you're having to create everything, right? So uh, if you have background characters, let's say it takes place in a city 
and you see, you know, you're in a crowded street, guess what? You have to literally create all the crowd people, right? You know, their, their movements, their looks, all that stuff. So that's an entire process. Not that we're at this stage of it, but also, you know, people tend to forget for an animated movie, you have to create all the sound. So yes, there's the dialogue of what they're saying, but you have to fill out the rest of the soundscape. You know, um, if you're in a city, are there car horn honks? Um, you know, the sound of the metro underneath, uh, the, the wind, the people chattering, footsteps, like all, like that's just even the bare minimum, right? Like we could sit here and really consider like what constitutes as city noise, right? And you want it to be earnest. You don't want to just like take something that's canned from online of like, oh, city soundscapes, like, you want to really tailor it to obviously the piece that you have. And then of course, music and so forth. But as I said, that's a little bit more down the line, but but it's been quite the process in that way. And, um, you know, I've also been more and more studying the behind the scenes making of, so, uh, of, of these various animated movies. So as I said, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, um, they have a great compendium of behind the scenes features on their Blu-ray. Um, you know, a few of my anim favorite animated movies like Perfect Blue and Paprika, I got those on Blu-ray and they have great special features. So uh, that's been a joy to, to really dive into. Uh, one of my favorite animes is actually uh, Children Who Chase Lost Voices. It's a Mikado Shinkai movie. And he's more known for, like, Your Name is definitely his most popular. Suzume Now is, is, is quite popular, but... As much as I love those movies, I actually think like Children Who Chase Lost Voice is my favorite. Um, it resonates most with me. And so I was watching that and, um, you know, that was his kind of like first like big one and where he had to change up his process and allow others to be involved because no normally he was much more in control and kind of did it all himself. And, and that's analogous to where I'm at in the process that I have to really empower people um, and have them do the freedom to execute. And, you know, right now we're at the stage where I, ha I like, I'll always be the driving force of it just because, you know, I'm the one like that knows this world in theory um, as best. But the idea is to get that across to them as much as possible. So that way they know the world and, and you know, the questions come less over time. And that's just natural, right? That's kind of for everything, you know, initially when you begin a project, you want people to have questions because it means they're learning the world. And then as time goes by, by having that inherent knowledge, they're bringing stuff to the table. And even now, for example, with um, our production designer, uh, Tammy, you know, the stuff that she brings to the table has been fantastic, right? Um, and we can look at that and be like, okay, cool, yeah, this is this is exactly, yeah, it's got the right colors that we're going for and this and that. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. And that's what starts to happen once, you know, that, that information has been relayed to people and allowed them to do their jobs correctly, right? That's what you would hope. And so it's been wonderful. And, um, you know, we have, as far as the teaser itself goes, so, the process for us, or at least, you know, in that way, is we wrote out the, 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 the script itself based on, um, based on 
the full length feature script, right? And so once we kind of had that rough idea, what I did was I pulled various clips and images from you know pre-existing movies and stuff that was there and essentially edited it, right? And it was mostly for timing. I wasn't even concerned with like, is this representative of the actual frame? Like just in spirit, is this video the same of what we're going for? Like if we're trying to show an overview of the city, you know, fine, let's pull something where, you know, even if there's like helicopters and stuff like that, like where we just see the city, great. Like it just, that's, that's fine because we're going for the timing of it. And so, you know, I pulled all these various images, put them in um, the editing timeline, then had everyone had like the recorded dialogue, right? That, that That's in the teaser. And there's not a lot of it um, because of the nature of it and not a lot of characters speaking because generally you don't have a lot of characters speaking in a, in a teaser or trailer. You do that and I added some music to it to make it all flow and, and just give it a representation of here's how it could feel, right? And then we were able to kind of go back then and readjust the, the script itself, you know, blah, 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 which then made us change the, the, you know, this video. And we kind of kept going back and forth on that. And we got to a place where it's like, we're sure there's changes, but it's gonna be tough to see until we start to, you know, now represent what does each shot look like, right? You know, because right now we're utilizing footage that's just, we're trying to imagine it, but it's not quite there. And so the big task for me this week was to storyboard out our shots, right? I'll give you an example. There's a there's a shot where our main character is walking through the street. And it's supposed to be done in a very specific way. And we're supposed to see them come towards camera. And we're introduced to them essentially for the first time, you know, by going to them on close-up. Well, for the purposes of the video representation, I just pulled from the Matrix itself when Morpheus and Neo are walking through and they meet the woman in the red. Very famous scene and stuff like that. But, you know, we're not, and sure, it's a crowd scene. So, like, it has the elements that, you, you know, like, that are there where your main character's walking through the street. Neo's getting bumped along and things like that, which we wanted. Um... But most of that scene takes place where the camera's on the back of Neo, where it's in close-up. Like, it's not, you know, for ours, we would want to essentially, you know, come down, almost like a drone shot that's coming down. We come down to the main character, we're there with them, and then we track, you know, so they're walking forward and the camera goes backwards and stays with them in a close-up, right? So you have to storyboard that out. And that was my task this week to do it for all the shots. And, you know, this coming week, that's we're, we're going to go over that with the team, the DP. Um, and it's going to be exciting to see how that now comes together and how that affects the script um, and so forth. So it's, it's it's been a fun process in that way. And... Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where we're at. Of course, there's the logistics of just organizing people's schedules, organizing the timelines, the deadlines, budgeting it all out. Um, but 
luckily, I'm working with a good team that is able to shoulder that. And I can focus on what, what for me is the more fun stuff, the creative side. You know, I'm even talking with, you know, right now we're also trying to figure out the actors for all the various roles. Again, like they're non-speaking roles for the most part um, because the nature of it, it's a teaser. And so we're less worried about like casting. Exactly right, we're going more for performers that can play multiple roles um, for us on that day because I would hate to have someone come in just, you know, for a non-speaking role and it'd be less than a two-second shot and you have them there for you know, 30 minutes just to do that one shot. Like, no, that's, it doesn't need to be that way. And then, but, you know, speaking with, with, with the actors that we're looking for, you know, just talking with them and, and giving them stuff to work with of like, hey, this character, um, you know, they're a little bit more lighter on their feet and knowing that like, okay, this person, they've done ballet before. So, hey, utilize that in your performance and, you know, you can really draw that out and apply it to your character. That's a wonderful thing. So it's a lot of stuff coming together. And yeah, I mean, the hardest part is there's a lot of, <coughs> excuse me, moving parts to it. Um, and you have to literally consider all of it because there are so many things and you want to get the details right. But the team has been wonderful. And every week we make tremendous progress. And so that's all you can really hope for. Um, that's all you really want and, you know, slow and steady wins the race sort of a thing. So, um, that's kind of where we're at in the process and, you know, we'll continue on and I'll continue to update you as time goes on. So, um, you know, as always feel free to ask any questions, um, that you may have down in the comments section or hit me up on social media at Phil Svitek. And it could be about this, it could be about stuff I didn't talk about, you know, happy to answer the questions. Um, one of the other things that I want to kind of mention, you know, the, the story itself, I mentioned, we're going to revise, uh, the full, full length feature script and that'll, I, you know, by doing this, um, it's been good because it's allowed me to step away from the script, the, the full length feature script and kind of, um, gain some distance while also still technically by doing all this, it is enhancing and going to elevate it, you know, um, so once we kind of, my gut instinct is once we film the teaser, the live action portion, and it goes to the animation team, obviously there's going to be stuff that I'm involved in and and so forth, but uh, sort of less so, and that allowed me time to get back into the script and, and with the team and focus on that. So that's kind of just a preview of that. Um, but you can, um, I'm going to include a link. We're going to launch a crowdfund campaign for this project February 19th. Um, so I'll include a link for that. It'll be for one month only. Um, and ha it has tons of great rewards. So if you want to go pledge, uh, I encourage you to check it out. And, uh, you know, also on my Patreon page, there's some exclusives already there. Um, and that's a great way to see some of this behind the scenes stuff as well. While also, you know, one of the benefits of my Patreon page is, um, you know, there's more direct one-on-one -on -one interaction I can help you out that way um, if you like so anyway um, all those links are down below in the description box thank you as always for taking time to tune in I truly do appreciate it and I hope to see you next time